Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blotter, this Abe Lovich, and in this episode, it is actually a very special episode. It is the regular season finale for the NHL. Uh, we're going to be recapping, you know, what pretty much what took place during the regular season. We're going to look back at some of our older predictions and make predictions for the playoffs, but first, some news. Yeah, this is just loose news happening around the league right now. The New York Rangers signed defenseman Ryan Lindgren to a three-year extension worth $3 million and AAV. I'm liking that for the Rangers. You know, nice, nice little young defenseman came over in the Rick Nash trade. Uh, I think it was safe to say the Rangers won that one. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Ryan Lindgren, great, solid young defenseman for the Rangers, signing him, nice little bridge deal, three for three. So, yeah, I'm, I'm liking that one for both sides. Yeah, they're going to need him if they're going to want to make a bit of a stronger push this year, even though I would say they would deserve to make the playoffs this year, but we'll get into that later. Also, some big news. The Tampa Bay Lightning are the first team to have an all-black starting lineup made up of Daniel Walcott, J- Gemmel Smith, and Matthew Joseph. So that's great, very progressive, and hockey keeps growing. Yeah, uh, I'm really liking this, you know, just – I mean, we've seen more diversity in the past couple of years in the NHL. And to see a line of all black people, I think that's very, very cool, very progressive. Hockey's definitely taking a step in the right direction. Very true. And in some other news, Coach Rick Tockett of Arizona, of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, got fired, dismissed of his duties, technically. Yeah, he got fired. Um, I mean, he, they were supposed to, I mean, not supposed to, but a lot of people had them making the playoffs this year and they did not That's make the playoffs. Good. Yeah. And they have a good team. Couldn't get it done. And yeah, I think they just need a nice little, little coaching change to get things going in the future. Yeah. And um, a much more bigger coaching change. John Tortorella, formerly of the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's the one who decided to leave the team he apparently, after Columbus's abysmal season, he was like, I'm out of here. So he's given up on them, but I don't think his coaching style was working very well with the stresses of COVID anyway. But hopefully yeah. he'll move on to some better things. Yeah, I think it was mutual too. Reports came out saying it was mutual. But also, I mean, Line uh, really disliked Tortorella. And as soon as he heard the news that Tortorella was gone, Linus said he was staying. He loved it in Columbus. He didn't love torts, but uh, I guess he loved the city, loved the team, just not torts. So, uh, yeah, good for uh, good for Linus staying in Columbus. Tortorella kind of screwed over a lot of their stars, um, like Dubois, like, I mean, Linus pretty much. But he also kind of drove out. I don't know if he was the sole reason, but he definitely was a reason, driving up Bobrovsky and Panarin. Two of their, I mean, two of the three best players in Blue Jackets history, in my opinion. He drove out, and yeah, that's why Tortorella works sometimes if everyone's on the same page. The issue is it's very hard to do that, and it did not work out very well. Yeah, well, I guess Line is now willing to stay in Ohio. Um, in some other news, Peyton Krebs is out indefinitely with a broken jaw. Um, so that's gonna like. I'm like, he's kind of a depth guy on Vegas, but still going to be big going into the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's unfortunate for Vegas, unfortunate for Peyton, but I wish he has a speedy recovery. And I mean, Vegas still a very strong team. Obviously it's better if they have Peyton Krebs, but you know, still can make a deep, deep playoff push. 
Yeah, Leo, um, wanna, before we get into our predictions and going over some other things, let's just give out what happened in the season, where everything stands as of right now in our standings. Okay, so right now you have, or we'll start with the West Division. We got Vegas. Well, okay, so a disclaimer, all the other seedings are set, I believe. Actually, okay, yeah, yeah, all the other seedings are set besides Montreal and Winnipeg, three and four. And for the West Division, St. Louis is in fourth. Minnesota is, I mean, they're pretty much in third, so we'll just count them as third. Vegas and Colorado, Vegas is more likely to be in first, but we'll see. They could be first and second. So it's not 100% done, but for now, Vegas is in first with 80 points. Colorado is in second with 78 with one less game played, though. Minnesota is in third with 75. St. Louis is in fourth with 59. Three to, um, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, all 54 games played, all Vegas is 55. And then the other four don't really matter. We got Arizona in fifth with 54 points, LA in sixth with 49, San Jose in seventh with 49, and Anaheim in eighth with 43. Yeah, and we'll be getting into our predictions of the playoffs you know, of the first round a little later. So let's move on to the Central Division. The Carolina Hurricanes have clinched the first spot there with 80 points. And then right behind them is the Florida Panthers, who clinched second place with 79. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have they've also clinched third place in that division with 75 points. And then the Nashville Predators, who in a thought the race would be a little bit tighter between them and Dallas, but Nashville edged them out and clinched fourth place with 64 points. And then of the teams that didn't really make the playoffs, the Dallas Stars didn't make them, and they have it in fifth place with 60 points. And I think they might actually be the one of the first, like the first team since like I think 2014-15, since the team made it went to the Cup final and then didn't make the playoffs the next season since like the Kings I think in 2014. I may be wrong. And then in sixth place is Chicago with 55, Detroit with 48, and tied with them is Columbus with 48. Yeah, I think it was the next year because the Kings won in 2014, I think, and then didn't make it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Carolina actually predicted them to win the division, but we will be going over that later. That is great by them being able to beat out Tampa, but really the surprise of this division, the Carolina, you know, whatever, they're, they're great. Tampa kind of expecting them to come in first, a lot of people, but they came in third. The Florida Panthers played, I mean, really just out of their minds all season. Uh, being able to be that second seed, just great for them. And then Nash was squeaking into the playoffs. Um, I mean, pretty early on, we saw Dallas struggle with COVID and they never really caught on. So it's unfortunate for them. They had a late push, but were unable to secure that fourth playoff spot. And Chicago was actually, they started off the season horrible. And then, you know, Patty Kane worked his magic, got him into the playoff spot, but then was unable to you know, finished the job. It was in sixth place. Kind of hard to single-handedly carry a team. And then Detroit actually in seventh. That's a big surprise to a lot of people. I guess technically Detroit and Columbus are tied, but like still, I don't know. Columbus had an abysmal season. I think a big reason of that was John Tortorella and can never really get the chemistry going. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why don't you give us the East division now, Leo? We're going to move on to the East division. First place, you got Pittsburgh with 77 points. Second place, we got Washington with 75 Third, we got Boston with 73. Fourth, we got the Islanders with 71. And then in fifth place, we got the New York Rangers with 60. Sixth, we got Philly with 58. Seventh, we got New Jersey with 45. And eighth, we got Buffalo with 37. Yeah, and then 
now I'm going to give y'all the North division, which is the one of the only divisions where things aren't fully solid. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs have secured first place with 76 points. Then the Edmonton Oilers, I believe they've secured second place with 70 points. And then here's where the things get a little dicey. Winnipeg Jets are right now in third place with 59 and the Montreal Canadiens are in fourth with 58, but Montreal has one more game played than Winnipeg. So, um, it, we'll see how that comes in the next two weeks, but it's very likely that either one of them is going to make it, is going to be in third or fourth. That's, that's definite. Personally, I think Winnipeg is going to do it because they have games in hand and they're up a point on Montreal. So I'm going to consider that like when going over this, the predictions, that's one of my predictions. Yeah. And then, okay. Also just moving back to the East division for a little bit. We, we knew going into the season that, five or six teams really had a legit shot of making the playoffs. Only four could. Two franchises would be very upset. Those two happen to be New Jersey. Sorry, sorry, New York and Philadelphia. Um, Philly, they started off hot and kind of just fell apart. Didn't play out too well. New York kind of started, eh, made a very good late push. Was unable to finish the job, though. Um, both teams have very bright futures. And then once the divisions go back to normal, I think they will both definitely make the playoffs. And yeah, in the Canadian or in the North division, um, I'm, I mean, Vancouver kind of got screwed over by COVID. And yeah, I think Toronto is definitely the story. This one played extraordinarily well and they definitely deserve to be that uh, are on top. Yeah. Well, now that the standings are almost fully laid out on here, um, Leo, I think that we should go over our predictions from episode 28, right before the regular season of where we thought each team would fall at this point in time. So let's get started with, should we start with the East division? Yeah, we start with the East division. Okay. Yeah. In, for my, at least what I predicted then, Philly was coming off of a hot playoff run. They had um, amazing players. They had such a bright future. I had Philly coming in first place, which was probably a terrible pick of how things happened but in retrospect when I made it it wasn't the worst decision um, but then I had Boston in second Islanders in third Rangers in fourth I had that those make the playoffs that was pretty bad considering the Rangers and Philly both didn't make the playoffs and then Boston Islanders I had in second and third coming in third and fourth and after that I had Washington and Pittsburgh which are now Pittsburgh is first in the division Washington is second so that was also not very good and then I had Buffalo and the Devils in last, but I actually had Buffalo going over Devils, which did not happen either. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's not bad because Philly, a lot of people thought they would even be first in the league. Did not happen. And Pittsburgh, I mean, people saw them. They lost a playoffs last year to Montreal. They were the five seed. Montreal was the 12 seed. I actually predicted it. Um. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. I don't think we made. Actually, we did make an episode about it, and I was like, I forget who it was. I think it might have been Zach Aston Reese. He was talking about Montreal, and he was like, "Oh, oh yeah, like yeah, Montreal, like they suck, whatever." And I was like, "Oh, Montreal's winning because he said that." And Montreal actually did win. So if you want to check that out, it's episode like, I don't know, probably twenty something, maybe something teen. I don't know. Either way, um, yeah, I think it's not bad. I mean, mine, I had Philly coming in second. Or actually, first I had Boston. No, a little bias. Second, I had Philly. Third, I had Washington. Fourth, I had the Islanders, which actually were in fourth. In fifth place, I had the Rangers, but in sixth, Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, obviously, they were number one in the real standings, but I had them number one here. Or, sorry, number six here. 
And then we both thought, actually, do you remember saying this? We were like, oh, yeah, um, Devils are for sure eighth because they are by far the worst team. But nah, Buffalo took a huge step back, and Buffalo is actually in eighth. I had Buffalo in seventh and Devils in eighth in my prediction. That's true. And we didn't really account for um, Jack Eichel being injured and Taylor Hall being traded and them both underplaying. So that's not terrible. But, you know, why not we move on to the Central Division – where um, you made a very good pick to start it off, Leo. Actually, yes. My phenomenal pick right here. I picked Carolina to win the division. This was a great pick by me. Um, I knew this would happen, so that's why I picked it. And then next I have Tampa, you know, second, third, whatever. Here is where it really falls off. I have Columbus coming in third. They came in dead last. Not great. Fourth place, I had Dallas. They came in fifth, just missed the playoffs. And then fifth place, I had Florida. They were great. They were the second seed. In sixth place, I had Nashville squeaked into the playoffs. I do think they will get whooped by Carolina, though. And then we got Chicago and Detroit, the last two. Uh, Chicago ended up in sixth. Detroit was in seventh. So not that's not terrible. I mean, I did predict Carolina and Tampa, but everyone else is – it's a whole uh, it's a whole mess after that. Yeah, and when I made these predictions, I didn't really see COVID having as much of an effect as it did. And here I had Tampa Bay in first, Carolina in second, which they're in first and third right now. It's not bad. But then I had Dallas, who they were, they literally made the Stanley Cup finals. So, of course, I thought that they were going to be good. Did not pan out well. But then I made a similar mistake putting Columbus. I had them making the playoffs in fourth. fourth. I thought, like, they had a bunch of stars. They had John Tortorella. Didn't realize how quickly that would fall apart. So that was pretty bad. And then I had Nashville, then Chicago. Chicago placed them pretty accurately. Um, Nashville is just one spot below. But then I had Florida in seventh, which was kind of ugly, considering how amazing they've been all season. But, yeah, I think very few people saw that coming. And then I had Detroit in last, which is not surprising. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this this division – Full of surprises, COVID, whatever. So I think I think we didn't do too bad. I mean, I did pretty bad after the first one, but nah, it's all right. What's whatever. All right, we're gonna move on to the West Division, and in this division, we both had Vegas, Colorado, and St. Louis all in the top three. Actually, we both had at the Abs, Vegas, and St. Louis, um, in order like that. Uh, we were close. Actually, we don't know yet. Most likely Vegas is first, but you know, we'll see. St. Louis is fourth. And so, yeah, I mean, in my prediction, I had Arizona going four, Wild going five, Ducks, Sharks, Kings after that. Um, no one saw the Wild being this good. Oh, and yeah, well, definitely the four of this division. Yeah, well, actually, I did put the Wild making the playoffs in fourth, fourth place. I saw the Wild being good. They had a lot of potential. But then I also didn't see St. Louis being as okay as they were. They still made the playoffs, but I still think that they were pretty bad. I think like the Rangers, if we're talking about teams that deserve to make the playoffs, I would say the Rangers deserved more than St. Louis. But also I don't like St. Louis because they beat the Bruins in the Stanley Cup final at one point. Um, and then after that, I had Arizona Shark, uh, Kings, then Arizona Sharks and Ducks. I was hoping the Kings would stick after their playoff push um, to win this, but they disappointed me, but it's fine. They're the Kings. They came in six. Then it is Arizona, them, San Jose, and Ducks and Real. And then for me, I just had um, the Arizona Kings, Arizona Sharks, and Ducks. So 
Just a yeah. little flip floppity. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean both of them. actually yours you got off four, so I was I was pretty good. The other four don't really matter, but yeah, I mean the wild, I think. I mean, you had them like just squeaking in. You have them as like legit contenders. So I sure. mean, like yeah, there's still a great prediction though. I did not predict the Wild to make the playoffs. So, so kudos to you. This is not. I mean, I did get three out of the four, but otherwise, it's all right. Yeah. Well, you had a lot better predictions than me for the North Division, which I made the, probably the stupidest prediction on this whole thing. I thought I was just being bold, but it was probably the stupidest thing. So, in the North Division. I put Vancouver as first. Yeah, that was bad. I'm, yeah, let's just skip over that. That was probably the worst pick here. That was pretty bad. And then I had Edmonton, which was pretty accurate. They came in second. The Leafs in third. They came in first, not too bad. Then the Habs coming in fourth, which they're in fourth right now. And then I had the Flames, then Jets. Didn't really see the Jets being as good. I guess Connor Hellebuyrk really, I'm not going to say he carried, but yeah, and then so they had they snuck in third, and then Senators at last we both saw. Yeah, I mean Vancouver first place that was not a great prediction, but uh, I mean you know we both got Senators in last. That's cool. Yeah. For me, <laughs> I had Edmonton in first, Toronto in second. Those flip flopped, and Montreal in third, but they were actually fourth. Then I had Vancouver. I mean, COVID really took a toll on them. Like they were not bad going into whatever the giant like month off with covid but yeah then i can really get it back and un- unfortunate for them and calgary winnipeg and ottawa winnipeg I, I should have seen you know they have they have a vesna caliber goalie and hellebuck they got some other great players Shrifley, wheeler you know the rest of them and so yeah i probably shouldn't have had them sixth but it's all right you know i think i went three for four here so not bad not bad yeah, in retrospect of what of the what was happening when then that that was a pretty good list. Yeah. But now uh, I think it's time for us to move on to our trophy predictions. We made these predictions in the same episode, um, episode twenty eight, and then now we're gonna make our predictions now based off the regular season of, of what happened. Compare them to our predictions then, and a few things are a little sad, like the Richard Trophy. So Leo, why don't you get started with the heart? Okay, so for the heart. My original prediction was McKinnon. Uh, my now prediction is uh, McDavid. I mean, some people could say Matthews, but I'm for sure going McDavid. 100 points in 53 games is ridiculous. I think, what, he's like the second player to ever do that or something. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, McDavid, not much of an argument. I mean, earlier in the year, I said Kane, but that's only if, the, if Chicago made the playoffs. Chicago did not make the playoffs. And McDavid had a crazy second half of the season, so I'm going Connor McDavid. Yeah, um, back in forget what month it was. It was a while ago at the beginning of the season. I predicted McDavid. Seems like the easy pick, but now it's McDavid. I like it's gonna be. I think it would be a very hard task to argue why McDavid would not win the Hart Trophy this year. He's breaking records. He's insane right now. It's pretty hard to. It's pretty hard for him to lose this trophy, but let's move on to the Vesna. I made a, another pretty terrible prediction back then. I said Carter Hart, judging by how he played in the playoffs and in the, in the previous regular season and how well he, he was looking at during the off season. It made sense. He was such a good goalie. Now that fell right on my face. So now I think I'm going to 
pay it a little bit safer. I'm going to say Marc-Andre Fleury. He's been playing great in Vegas. He's been probably their, their number one player. And he's also been a – he has great stats around the league. And he also passed Robert Luongo in all-times wins. So there's a record right there. So I'm going to go with Fleury. Yeah. Uh, my Vesna, I predicted Vasilevsky. I still think it's Vasilevsky. He has the numbers, played really well all season. I mean – you could argue against it. He didn't do, he didn't have like the most spectacular season you've ever seen as a goalie, but he played extremely well for a very good team, got him in the playoffs. And yeah, I'm going Vasilevsky. He has the numbers to back it up too. Yeah, it's just, he definitely has those stats. Yeah. All right. Moving on, we got the Calder, which is for the best rookie. I predicted Kirill Kaprizov of the Minnesota Wild. I think it'll be Kirill Kaprizov. It's really between him and Jason Robertson. But I still think Kaprizov edges him out just because he did it for longer. Um, yes, Robertson has had the better second half of the season. But Kaprizov, just in total, I feel like as as a whole, had a better season than Robertson. That's why I'm going Kirill Kaprizov as my winner. Yeah, I think Kaprizov is definitely an excellent choice for your prediction as of right now. Back then, I said Lafreniere. That's pretty terrible. He was he had, he was actually not he was actually pretty good at doing in the second half of the season. But he was terrible in the first, or I guess he wasn't as NHL ready as thought. So, but now I think I'm gonna go with Jason Robertson. He's been playing great on Dallas, even though they're not making the playoffs. I think he's been like a bigger star on that team than Kaprizov has been on his, even though Kaprizov has been insane this season. He's thrilled a thrill, but it's gonna definitely be a close race. But I think I'm gonna go with Robertson overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it going either way. I just, I just think Kaprizov has a little bit of an edge, but. We're going to move on to the Norris Trophy for best defenseman. My original prediction was Victor Hedman. Um, I mean, for obvious reasons, it's very good. My prediction now is Adam Fox. And do I still think Victor Hedman has a chance? Yes. Is it because he played great? No. It's because he's Victor Hedman, has the name recognition, and Vasilevsky kind of bailed them out a lot. But I'm going Adam Fox. Real breakout season from him. Great offensively, great defensively, the heart and soul of that Rangers defense just played out of his mind all season. And he has the numbers to prove it too. He has the eye test to prove it. So I'm going Adam Fox for the New York Rangers as my Norris winner. I think most people would agree with you on Adam Fox. My OG prediction was Petrangelo. Didn't pan out so well, but he he made a blockbuster move. I thought he would fit well. He's definitely been great, but nowhere near Norris. I think Adam Fox definitely has had a breakout. He's been playing amazing. But I think for Norris, I might go with Charlie McAvoy because uh, he's great on every side of the puck. He's, his defense has shut down almost every play. I think Washington all season, I think it seemed like maybe only three or four times he's let up something at all, which has just been insane. But I think it's, it's going to be a close race. But I think I'm going to go with McAvoy here. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely most excited to watch this one at the awards ceremony just because, I mean, really this could go like either, like any direction. I mean, like Calder, you know, it's one or two. Vesna, I mean, it's Vasty pretty much. Hard, I think it's pretty clear as it's, that it's McDavid, but Norris is really wide open. And I just, I'd love to see who wins this in real life. Yeah, this one's definitely going to be exciting. And a one that could also be considered pretty close is the Jack Adams Award. I made another terrible prediction. COVID really messed with mine. Um, I had John Tortorella. Didn't, didn't work out so well. Columbus shot the bed. And then 
So now, looking back on the season, I'm going to go with Ron Brindamore of the Carolina Hurricanes. He's been phenomenal. He's been working in plays. And he's been really, I think, for coach, even though he's also coaching the best team in the league or one of the best teams in the league, I think still he has a huge part in that, not just the players. Yeah, um, my original prediction was actually Rod Brindamore. And I'm either going to go with Brindamore or Dean Evison. It's really tough because I, it could be either one. I predicted Brindamore. I want Brindamore. But Dean Evison, I mean, his wild just played phenomenally. Part of that's because of Kaprizov. But really, he had to get them all together. And to be pretty much third in that division is just insane. I mean, they have like a legit shot of making it out, even though they'll probably have to play Vegas to Colorado in the first round and then Vegas to Colorado the second round. I, I still think they have a decent chance of making it far. So I can't really decide between Brendan Moore and Dean Evison. So I will pick both of them, even though that is not how it works. I'm picking both. Yeah, that's fair. Because if it's Brendan Moore, you, you'll say you got him as like the prediction early in the season. If it's Dean Evison, it's like, oh, you predicted it here. But um, let's look back at our picks for the Rocket Richard Trophy. Um, I think we both made very solid picks, but I think one player is going to win. I think Mac- Matthews is going to win it now. He is 40 right now and still has a couple games. I think he's pretty clearly going to win the Richard. I predicted Matthews earlier in the season. It's a good pick. And, but you also made a pretty strong pick, which even though it didn't pan out so well, for the time it was perfect. Yeah, I mean, I picked Alexander Ovechkin. I mean, how can you bet against Ovechkin not winning the Rocket Richard? He is one of, if not the best goal scorer of all time. And to just say that he won't score the most goals this season is ridiculous. Last season, it was tied between him and Pasternak is my logic. It's tied between him and Pasternak. Pasternak was out for like, I think like three-ish weeks in the beginning of the season. So he'll have less, like a couple less goals. Therefore, Ovechkin will win. Um, Well... I mean, while, yes, Ovechkin did put up a good amount of goals, Matthews with 40s, unreal in 50-something games. So, yeah, at least 40. I mean, actually, I don't know if they're playing him in the last couple games for injury reasons. They already clinched first. But, yeah, 40 goals is just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, those were our trophy predictions and looking back on the predictions. But now let's move to the main segment of this episode, first-round playoff predictions. So why don't we start off with the West Division? We know that Vegas or, or Colorado isn't really set in stone yet, but Leah, who do you think is going to get first place of Vegas or Colorado? Well, first, I think Vegas is going to get first place. Colorado has to win both of their games, and Vegas has to or Vegas has to lose in regulation, and then Colorado has to get three out of the four points. Vegas playing San Jose, I think Vegas can just get one point out of that at least. So I'm just going to go Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis. I think it's pretty fair. And then I'm going to go Vegas over St. Louis, Colorado over Minnesota. I mean, you can't really say, like, I just I think Colorado is just too good. They're going to overpower Minnesota. They're too good, too fast, too deep. The only issue you could say is that they don't have elite goaltending, but neither does Minnesota, even though Kappa Kackman did play very well. Um yeah, I mean, also Vegas over St. Louis. St. Louis underperformed. Vegas is an absolute juggernaut, so I'm going to go with Vegas. Yeah, um, I would say I have some pretty similar predictions. I think the orders going to stay the same. Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis. Vegas playing St. Louis. I think Vegas is going to beat them. St. Louis barely squeaked in. 
And I don't see them playing pretty well. Jordan, I don't think Jordan Bennington can step it up at this point. And I definitely think of the goalie battle, Marc-Andre Fleury and Robert Leonard is definitely a much better tandem. And then also the all-around team that Vegas has is just way more dominant than St. Louis, just as a whole. But I think Colorado and Minnesota, I think it's going to be closer than most people would say. I think it may go to seven games, could be six. But I think I also have Colorado edging them out. It's going to be a close one, but I think it's still going to be Colorado. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I agree. I think Vegas, St. Louis is going to go five games. Colorado, Minnesota, I think it'll go – honestly, I, th- I think it'll go six games. Um, I think Minnesota can squeak a couple out, but I just think Colorado is too good and too overpowering to lose to Minnesota. Yeah, I think it might go in seven, though. But some of the individual games, not as close as the series. Yeah, I, I think – honestly, I think some of the games in Colorado – they're going to blow them out for four games, but then lose two close ones. That's, that's, my, that's my prediction. Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. Kaprizov has been great in overtime, but I am not one to bet against McKinnon, even though that's I kind of did in the Hart Trophy betting. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Should we go to the Central? Yep. Yeah. Order's pretty set in stone. The matchups are already there. So, Leo, who do you think is going to win of Carolina versus Nashville? I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, I'm going to go Carolina. Not too big of a upset guy right here. I mean, Nashville, they're fine. But Carolina is really good. They really overperformed this season. And it's not like one of the teams, like, I don't think Edmonton's built for the playoffs. They're a very good regular season team. But the thing is, the Hurricanes, they have great depth. They have Ajo, Sveshnikov, great top line, too. And they have good goaltending. So, yeah, I mean, and on also, I think, in my opinion, league's best defense core. That's why I think Carolina's also definitely built for the playoffs. Even though they no longer have Justin Williams, who's Mr. Game 7, Carolina is just very, very good. I think they will overpower Nashville. And then I think Tampa's going to beat Florida. Just because Tampa, I mean, they have the experience. They won the cup last year. Florida, I mean, they have experience losing in the first round. Um, so I think they can do that again. And, yeah, so I think Tampa and Carolina can be the first-round winners in the Central Division. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you on the Carolina-Nashville debate, but I think that's pretty easy. Like, Carolina's just been so much so much more dominant. But I think on the Florida-Tampa, I think I'm going to take the one and two seat again. I'm going to go with Florida here because I think I feel like Tampa's definitely playing great. Vassy is great in the playoffs. But Tampa Bay's stars, Kucherov, Stamkos, I don't think – they're, they, they're still dealing with injuries. And personally, I think they may come back by the second round of the playoffs if they make it. But Florida's been hot. They've been playing strong against Tampa. So I think I'm going to go with Florida here. I know it's kind of eh, taking the one and two seed, but it's, I have some upsets in my future predictions. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're going to say one and two win. No one's really going to argue with that, so... Yeah, I, I could definitely see it happening. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking those. I mean, the only reason I'm going to go Tampa over Florida is just based off experience. Tampa, yes, they have some injuries, but also they're definitely a more experienced team. In Florida, they do not have their captain, Aaron Ekblad. Oh, wait, see the captain? No, is it Barkov? I, I think know. it's Barkov. Yeah, it's Barkov. I'm sorry. They do not have their defense captain in Aaron Ekblad. Uh, that's not like a real thing, but he's their best defenseman. So, yeah, I just I, he's out. That's why I'm going to Tampa. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty fair. But I think le- looking over at the East Division, this one was tough. But 
Pittsburgh is going to be playing the Islanders. And I think the Islanders are going to make the upset here. They're better defensively. Pittsburgh's been on a whole, been on a terror, but lately in the last couple of years or so, Pittsburgh gets a little shaky when it comes to playoff time. Yes, Malkin's coming back. Yes, they've been doing great without him in this last bit. But I think Islanders defensively, I think they're ready to take on Pittsburgh, and especially after what they did last year. Yeah, um, I completely disagree. I'm going Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's my uh, – I mean, obviously I want Boston, but if they don't win, I think Pittsburgh can win the whole Stanley Cup. Just because, I mean, Pittsburgh, they played nearly – they have played a very, very good amount of games without Evgeny Malkin. Evgeny Malkin is very, very good, if you do not know. And they are still first place in the, the division, a very tough division, which is just outstanding. Um, I mean, I don't like Pittsburgh, but I have them beating New York. New York, since the trade deadline, has just fallen off. They're not hot going into the playoffs. And hockey, I mean, really, any seed could win, right? Basketball, it's just the one seed versus the one seed in the finals. But hockey, really, I mean, we see, we saw it with the Kings. They were the last seed to make it to the playoffs, and they, they won. And then Nashville was also the last seed to make it to the playoffs in, like, 2016, I believe. Yeah. yeah 20, no, it was 2017. And they made it all the way to the Cup Finals. Um, uh, The Islanders are not hot at the moment. I do not think they will go far. Boston, Washington, Pittsburgh, all hot. I think any team that makes it out of this will win the Stanley or could win the Stanley Cup, but I do not think it'll be the Islanders. And then also my prediction, Boston versus Washington. Big Bruins fan going to Boston, of course. Um, Not only – okay, not only is Boston playing with an AHL team at the moment against Washington, who's playing with pretty much their full lineup. It's actually tied one-to-one Um, the score, the last regular season game for them. So I find that very interesting. Boston kind of had Washington's number. Either Washington blows them out or Boston wins. But Boston's won more of the games. So uh, I'm going to go with Boston here. You know? Yeah. Um, I think one of my main reasoning behind the Islanders and Pittsburgh is looking at the defensive side of things. Because I feel like Pittsburgh's definitely better offensively. But I think the New York Islanders are such a good defensive team with Varlamov. He's been hot, even though the team hasn't. He's been pretty good. And I think and I feel like once um like Paul Mary finds out what the playoffs are, and like he's been pretty bad now, but they're kind of winding down, gearing up, resting a little bit for the playoffs. And I think it's gonna be a longer series, but I think Islanders are gonna reach that out. But I think I think Washington's extremely overrated. I think they swept New Jersey. They have a lot of their points from the bottom teams. They lost a lot of key games to these like other playoff teams. They're better against the bad. They're worse against the good. I would have Boston taking them down here, maybe five or six games. Yeah, um, I'm going Boston seven. They have a tendency for winning first round uh, series in seven games. The last, what, like three-ish, four-ish have been against Toronto. This one <laughs> can be against Washington. So Boston seven, Pittsburgh and five. Pittsburgh and four now. Pittsburgh sweeping. Pittsburgh and four, Boston seven. Nah, uh, Pittsburgh wants to get, get that revenge sweep, but I don't see it happening. Uh, yes, I've been doubting them all year, and I think I'm going to keep doubting them. Sorry, guys. Stick to your beliefs. I, 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 get that. I get that. Only playoff hockey will tell. May the playoff hockey gods show us what will happen. And we will, on that note, we're going to move on to the North Division. Our predictions, Toronto versus Montreal, or Montreal or Winnipeg, most likely Montreal. And 
Edmonton. Okay, so we'll just, we'll just say Montreal's four seed. We'll go Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg, Edmonton. I love to see a Toronto-Montreal series. They hate each other. It'll be very entertaining. I'm going to go Toronto just because not only are they so, like, high – they have such a high-powered offense. Just Montreal, they were very, very hot in the beginning of the season, led the league for a while, and just kind of fell off. Toronto, they've been on a tear. Austin Matthews playing phenomenally. And then Edmonton versus Winnipeg. I'm going to Winnipeg. Edmonton, they have McDavid. They have Dreisaitl. That's great. But if they have an off night, they're losing. And they have to be on, not just on, right? Like They need at least – not like they need at least two points a game from McDavid for them to win, which is ridiculous. And I'm not saying McDavid can't do that. I'm just saying can he do that for pretty much 28 games in a row playing most intense hockey he's ever played? I don't think so. I think teams eventually will shut down. They'll get physical enough. And actually, I think Edmonton can win this round, but I do not see them going far. I, honestly, I could see Edmonton making it out of here, but I, just because none of these teams are really like that physical. But if they play a team like Boston, Washington, Pittsburgh, they're going to get whooped. Yeah, I agree with that. But um, if they reach out, but I don't think they will. Um, let's assume one seed is Toronto, fourth seed is Montreal. I'm going to look back to the history books. There's nothing more repetitive than Toronto losing in the first round. And uh, things have been dicey this year. Things have been different. But I think that some things always will stay the same. And I'm going to go with Montreal getting the upset here. It's going to be tough, though, considering how good Toronto is, and especially with um, Austin Matthews. But their goaltending has been a little dicey. Like Jack Campbell is great, but when it comes to the playoffs, we'll see. Who knows? I think Montreal's a little bit more playoff built. Also, like you said, these two teams hate each other. They're both physical teams, but I think Montreal, in in the fight of physicality, will have the upper hand. I think that's going to help him take down and complete this comeback. So I, this is, I think, the only four seed I'm predicting to win. So I got Montreal over Toronto. It's going to be tough, but I'm looking back to the history books. And also, I'm going to agree with you on how you said that Edmonton isn't playoff ready. And yes, they could go out of here, but I don't see it happening. I'm looking back to history again. I think Winnipeg's a much more physical team, much more playoff ready. Edmonton is great with um, with McDavid and Dreisaitl, but you kind of need depth in the playoff. That's something that helps a lot more than just stars because these games are repetitive, tight. It's playing the same team over and over again. It gets hard, competitive, gets personal. So I got Winnipeg over there. And also it's like, the great offense of Edmonton versus the good defense of Winnipeg and Hellebuick is Hellebuick, man. I have Winnipeg winning, not by a lot, but I don't see either of those two teams get breaking it out of here. Yeah, uh, I, I could definitely see that. You know, this, this, I mean, this uh, division, I definitely think it'll be Edmonton, Toronto. Actually, yeah, I'm amending my decision. I'm going Edmonton, Toronto. I think McDavid's got the gas for the first round, but I don't know if he can continue it to win the first the first games. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, wait. Actually, first, I think we forgot one thing. We forgot our final cup predictions. Oh, true. Just true. Stanley Cup winner. Right now, why don't we give no reasoning, just name. I'm going to say the Carolina Hurricanes. We've talked enough about them. Pittsburgh Penguins, very good. Didn't have Malkin, very good team. And just, yeah. That's why I think they'll win. Yeah, but I think we're both hoping for Boston now. Well, thank you.
Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blotner. We are Twigs on the Rocks and have a great night.